The Iowa State Fair has been an essential stop on the road to the White House for candidates of both parties for decades. But how did Trump handle the event and what does it mean for the rest of the race? I'm Aaron Young. Let's find out. Now from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. Hello, welcome to you. The unassuming state of Iowa has been hotspot on the American political map ever since the 70s when the Democratic Party made the state the first in the country to hold its primary elections. The Republicans soon followed suit and the state has enjoyed the political spotlight ever since. The GOP debate less than two weeks away. All the candidates are headed to the Iowa State Fair over the weekend to make a good impression on the state as well. While most candidates, including Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, might have hoped to use the event to break through to voters. Donald Trump once again showed why he is the man to beat in the Republican primary. To tell us what all of this will mean for the Republican primary race, let's bring in Bruce Wolpe from the US Study Center. What do you make of this? And of course, the big question, will Donald Trump be part of the next debate for the Republicans? Uh, I would think that given the how hot the campaigning is, that we're really in the in the middle of January waiting for the for the Iowa caucuses to begin. It is just such a firestorm of activity. I haven't seen anything like it where it's this intense five months out from the Iowa caucuses that are going to be really uh, very important to Trump's future and the rest of the of the uh, party. Um, there is a debate in two weeks time uh, at, at which Trump has not indicated whether or not he is going to appear. I predict he will not appear at the debate. He doesn't want to acknowledge that these people are his equal, his competitors are his equal in any way, shape or form. And I don't think he wants to give them the legitimacy and airtime. If he participates in the debates, Aaron, as you know from the television business, the ratings will be up. He doesn't want yeah. the ratings up with these guys. So, uh, so I predict that Trump will stay away. But Iowa this weekend was the biggest gathering of Iowans uh, for a political purpose that will occur before the um, caucuses in January, and uh, Trump campaigned wholesale, and I think he won the day. Uh, DeSantis campaigned retail along with the others, and I think he had a tougher time than he wanted at the mm. When you go to a state fair, you're supposed to enjoy yourself. I don't think he enjoyed himself very much. <laughs> I was quite enjoying the beautiful scene of Ron DeSantis sitting with the Iowa governor, about to eat their pork chops, picking them apart, and the crowd is there watching, and this is meant to be Ron's big moment when all of a sudden overhead, the sounds of a jet, and there's the big black Trump plane ruining the DeSantis moment coming to land. Uh, no matter what Ron does, there's always Trump in the background and quite often above him. Yes. And the polls show, even though nationally, among Republicans, Trump is polling about 55 percent to DeSantis is 25 percent. So 30 points in Iowa, it's a, a narrower lead, but still 20 points. Um, Trump seems to just have their hearts and minds that the, the Iowa Republicans who have voted for him now twice before uh, really like him. And, uh, and they believe that he is being politically persecuted. They want to stand with him. They believe he stands with them. Iowa, very important in the China trade war and agriculture products, uh, uh, exports and so forth. And, and Trump has been able to hold on to them. But if you go beneath all this hoopla and uh, Trump buzzing uh, the DeSantis uh, events, there was also a banner that said, be likable, you know, as DeSantis was, <laughs> that was in the air, as DeSantis was trying to make, make an impression. Um, if you go below the surface, DeSantis does have a rock-solid organization throughout all 99 counties in Iowa. He intends to visit each one of them. He has a big staff, and he also has the endorsement of several Iowa state legislators. 
Trump doesn't have that. He's top heavy uh, with any uh, DeSantis also has the support of the governor, Kim Reynolds. Very important. But but Trump s- seems to go over that and uh, maintain the allegiance of the rank and file Iowa rural voters. They like him. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, uh, one of the, the people, um, well, Trump actually brought a delegation uh, to Iowa from Ron DeSantis's own state of Florida of lawmakers. Uh, that would have been a sign, one, they're on my side, two, uh, given the concerns about Trump that he is facing with these three indictments, bringing a bunch of lawmakers from Ron DeSantis's home state when one of those three indictments is about the use of those classified documents being stored at Mar-a-Lago in Florida. Was this a sign that Trump was essentially saying, I know you might have concerns about me, Iowa. I know you might have concerns about everything that is going on, but hey, look at these guys and they're from Ron's own state. Exactly. They're saying, here's Ron's uh, home team and they're, they're not with Ron DeSantis, they're with me. So something's wrong in the state of Florida. And the key, a cornerstone of DeSantis's campaign is to say, make America like Florida. I was successful in Florida. His popularity in Florida is uh, slipping quite a bit. So yeah, that's how Trump counterpunches. Um, and I just, I just do think that if, if the vote was held now, I think Trump would win hands down. But five months is a long time in politics. And really almost anything is possible, including an outside run by Tim Scott, the black a, a Republican senator from South Carolina who has a, a winning appeal, a winning personality, very conservative, very evangelical, but someone who has a, a history of his his mother and grandmother being slaves, and now he's in the Senate. A compelling story, and uh, and, and he may break through with his retail campaigning. So we will see. But right now, uh, Trump in a commanding position, DeSantis still troubled, and. Uh, uncertain as to what the final vote will be five months from now. Yeah, of course. But I mean, we we talk about other candidates. Uh, It would be really difficult to be able to cut through. But who knows, as you say, what happens with these indictments uh, when they head to trial, etc. What we learn from that, whether that will have any impact. That's why Trump is so busy right now speaking about this is an attack on you. Usually we say it's the economy stupid and the economy right now in America has gone through a lot of battering and bruising thanks to the war in Ukraine, the lockdowns, the COVID um, uh, shipping crisis we've seen as well around the world. It is interesting to see that Ron DeSantis isn't really talking so much about the economy. He's focusing on many of these um, uh, human issues, you might say, woke issues, his war on woke that he has, uh, which might work with some of the party, but the Republican Party, but it's also as far right as where Trump's members can be, the MAGA supporters can be. And Trump finds himself essentially trying to dust off every day, having to speak about these three indictments as opposed to what he would do as president. Um, There doesn't seem to be much talk about what either candidate would do if they were president. Uh, uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, everything that Trump talks about is himself and what happens with it criminally and the trials and the persecution and all that stuff. But uh, uh, his Republican voters agree with him and they don't want him torn down. And because, yeah, they feel that they're vulnerable if their champion isn't there. Just a lot of charisma. He doesn't really connect with the voters. Um, I don't, in Florida, he had he weak opponents. He doesn't seem to connect with anybody. That's right. And uh, ultimately, if you're going to be a leader, you got to connect with the people across the country. And he uh, he just hasn't. It's not a winning presentation and it's it's really hurting him. But he thinks he can 
overcome it because a that the cumulative weight of these indictments and, tra and travails of Trump will weigh on him and make him less popular, and b that he um, does have a record of gov as governor of being uh, effective and in control. So uh, he need, he needs more time and he needs more traction to mm. get off from where he is right now. But quite often, people, quite often we see when it comes to these these candidates, they choose a running mate, as in, I think of John McCain with Sarah Palin, and Sarah Palin's yeah. job was to try and appeal to the soccer moms as a way to overcome John McCain, who came across as probably a little bit stark at the time. Do you think that we'll really get an idea of the, um, I guess they come together, won't they? And do we have any idea who might be the running mates at this stage for either Trump uh, or, of course, DeSantis? Uh, we know it's not going to be uh, Mike Pence, Mike the former Pence. vice president, because he's hated as being treasonous. And it's probably not going to be Nikki Haley, uh, because I, her appeal seems to be uh, limited. And it's not going to be Chris Christie, because he's the chief prosecutor Could of it Trump. Could be each so other. He, he alienates Republicans. But Tim Scott looks like uh, the ideal vice presidential candidate, if you want to go down that road. And, and you won't have, as we've had in the past, and I think you've cited it, uh, where the two big uh, gorillas get together and say, okay, uh, I, Ronald Reagan, am going to be president and I'm going to choose uh, uh, my opponent, George uh, W. George H. W. Bush as vice president. You're not going to have DeSantis and, and Trump on the same team. No, they can't stand each other. It's not going to happen. Bruce, always appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. That's a program for now. For more, head to tickernews.co or download the app. I'm Aaron Young. Do hope to see you soon.